We've played 295 H22. hands. Tell no, me how many no, no. person has won. Hey, no, I was at 822 to start the day. You know what? So I was down 178. Let's let yesterday. the chat guess. Okay. Out of 200 and 95 hands, how many yeah, do you really believe Eric Person has won? Cross <laughs> day one and day two. <laughs> Go. Was, must be someone was from you. <laughs> Most of it. Well, someone was from Marcus. <laughs> what you had the, yeah, the flags. <laughs> okay. Tony, I saw Rob about to raise. <laughs> so, I mean, oh, that's good. <laughs> good read, Patrick. Good read. Oh, okay. Let's get him, Rob. These standing up guys. As long as one of us wins, we're happy. Marcus, you can't win the stand up game if you, you can't fold your way to victory. You're right. That's true. You can't do that. Get in there with the 6 5 suited. Come on, Marcus. Right. When I see the right answer in chat, by the way, I'm going to stop him. No one's gotten it right yet. There it is. I just saw it. 72. Ralph, you, think you got it right. Time, 72 hands. We are playing 500, 1,000 on No Gamble, No Future, which you can watch on PokerGo. PokerGo puts on many of my favorite poker shows today, and No Gamble, No Future just might be my favorite. Andrew Roble, he gets in there. He gambles in the biggest games in the world. He raises it up under the gun to $2,000. Now, under the gun, when you're playing six-handed, is not under the gun when, when you're playing ten-handed. Understand that you are always playing the exact situation you are in. In this spot, he is raising with five players yet to act, which means he's essentially in the low-jack seat. In this scenario, for simplicity, you should be using low-jack ranges, if you're referencing the charts on PokerCoaching.com, and not under-the-gun ranges, because those presume you're playing nine-handed. Anyway, 9-7 of diamonds is perfectly reasonable in the low-jack seat. Over around to Rob Young on the button. He three bets it up to 10,000 bucks with King Jack of Diamonds. He's not afraid. Eric Person, he's definitely not afraid as well. He calls. Gonzalez in the big blind. Calls with 6-5 of spades. You know, Rob, if you keep moving up, maybe one day they will respect your re-raises. Just got to play bigger. Back around to Andrew Robel. Let's see if he calls too. Next closest is 47. Lost a four from Rob Young. You saw until he's going to reach for a raise. Guaranteed. Look at this. Oh, he's so tilted. He's Robo. The fucking range that you would do this with right now is like... And the 9-7 of diamonds makes it 40K. Poor Marcus. <laughs> oh, shit. Rob's in there. So, much. so good. These two cards are so good. God, Marcus, I wish you had my hand right now. Person out of the way. Is it 40? Yeah. yeah. 40. Marcus in there. I'm a really good sweater, just so you know. I'm like the luckiest motherfucker. More than 130K in this pot. Robel decides to get a little bit spicy on this hand. He makes it $40,000 with 9-7 of diamonds out of position. Woo! Normally when you're playing deep stacked cash games from out of position, you want your bluffs to be like ASEX suited and King X suited because those really block your opponent's continuing range. But it's very reasonable to mix in some bluffs with junky suited connectors every once in a while, which is what Robo does. He's battling. No gamble, no future, right? Over around to Rob Young in position. He decides to call with King Jack and Diamonds, which I think is fine. In position, Playing with $583,000 effective behind, I think you can justify calling with your best suited hands in position. Eric Person, 
somehow folds. I can't believe he folded the ace nine of hearts here. Gonzalez decides to splash around, and we head to the flop. Queen 10 8 with no spades. Okay. And open enders for both Roble and Rob. Both have that backdoor diamond flush draw. Queen 10 again. See that, Rob? Queen 10 is big in this. The flop comes queen of clubs, ten of clubs, nine of diamonds. Andrew Robel has a bad straight draw. Rob Young has a good straight draw. Gonsalves has nothing. They all have to check. Now, you may ask, should Robel bet the flop? And I think the answer here is definitely not. This queen 10-8 is going to nail both of his opponent's ranges and against two ranges that should connect very well with this flop. You are in bad shape. So, you should probably check and check call. Should Rob Young bet? Because he's actually beating a lot of draws. The problem is that he could easily be against a decently strong made hand that's just checking looking to not fold, like a queen, right? And for that reason, I think he probably wants to check it back as well. You have to be very, very careful with betting draws that have decent equity when stacks start to get relatively shallow compared to the pot. Now, I realize they are playing $600,000 deep, but the pot's already $132,000. Notice if Rob Young bets 80,000 in this scenario. That may induce one of the two of his opponents to shove it all in because they only have 580 more. And then Rob would have to fold a very high equity draw, which would be a real bummer. So he definitely doesn't want to bet big. He could reasonably bet something like 40,000 because then you're way less likely to get shoved on. And if you make it 40 and someone raises to 130, then you can call in position and try to spike a straight. But this is a spot where I think betting big in Rob Young's shoes would probably be a decent error. He checks it back, which I also think is very fine. You're going to find that in this spot, you want to be betting with your super duper draws that can bet and then call it off like straight flush draws. And then you also want to be betting with some junky draws that can bet and then reasonably fold. Perhaps if you had ace nine suited in this scenario, that could be a reasonable hand to bet and then fold if you get raised. Anyway, though, check, check, check. Let's head to the turn. Deuce of diamonds on the turn, which is going to be intriguing to both Robel and Rob Young. I mean, what a card this is. Both players open-ended, both players with flush draws. The turn is the two of diamonds. Robel and Young both have straight draws with flush draws now. That's pretty good. Gonzalez, he has absolute diapers. He checks. Andrew Robel opts to check. Similar to what we were just talking about on the flop, Robel has to be a little bit careful betting here because if he bets and gets raised, it is an absolute disaster. And again, Queen 10 8 should line up pretty good with his opponent's ranges, even though they did check the flop. So for that reason, I think checking is reasonable. Um, but I think betting is fine too. Again, if you do bet in the spot, I think you want to use a small-ish size because if you bet too big, you may induce your opponents to shove and then even with a straight and flush draw, you'd have to fold. And that would be a real bummer. Let's see what Rob Young does. 60. Rob is not afraid. He goes for 60,000. Kind of like I was saying for Robel. I think if Young bets this, he probably wants to go for a smaller size. But, you know, whatever. 60,000 is probably reasonable enough. Big boy bet indeed. $60,000. 
Owen. Oh my Whoa. gosh. <coughs> Robel says all of it. $583,000. Why did I bet? Woo! Andrew Robel, not afraid. He opts to rip it in. This is exactly what I was talking about. Who could have predicted that? When Robion goes 60 and Robo has 583, I think 583 may be a little bit too big to shove. But consider all of Robo's other options. He's certainly not folding. If he calls, he's going to be out of position with nine high on the river a large chunk of the time when he misses. And he's just going to have to check fold, right? So while he could certainly profitably call on average against Yang's range, maybe there's a better option. Could he check raise not all in? If Yang bets 60 and then Robo goes to 150, yeah, you're going to get some folds sometimes, but if you ever get jammed, it's just a disaster because then again, you have to fold out of hand with a lot of equity. So I don't think I love a smallish raise. What about all in? Well, all in is very nice because the board is very draw heavy. I realize that Jack-9 is a possibility for Rob Young. However, it's kind of unlikely given he re-raised preflop and then called the four bet. Also, he's probably just going to bet the flop with Jack-9 a lot of the time because it's very easy for his opponents to have something. So you can start to remove the Jack-9 from his range. And when you can remove the Jack-9 from your opponent's range, now the idea that the board is already locked down with a straight available does not matter so much because that straight's just not that likely. Which means this goes back to being a relatively dynamic board. And on dynamic boards, you do want to use very large raise sizes, especially from out of position. And you want to be using some hands that are almost always good but vulnerable, probably stuff like two pair. And then you also want to be using some very high equity draws that cannot win at the showdown if you check and call from out of position, which is exactly what 9-7 of diamonds is. Andrew Robel, not afraid, no gamble, no future, rips it in with the nine high for all of us to enjoy. Let's see what Rob Young does. Five seconds. Time extent. Flings in a time bank for an additional one minute to act. Rob Young is notorious for making calls like this, too. Wow, lays it down. Totally Wants to see the river. Seven nine. <laughs> Robel shows him the wow. nine seven of diamonds. Rob Young does a little bit of deliberation and realizes that unless he's against one of the few draws, which he blocks very hard, he's not getting the right pot odds to call, which is a major bummer. And he folds. I really want to reiterate, reiterate this because it doesn't come up in cash games all that often, but especially in tournaments when you're starting with shallow stacks, you have to be very careful betting with Decent equity draws that have to fold if you get raised. And now some players, and I will say cash game players in general, do not like shoving it all in like Robel just did. But I know that Andrew Robel got his start in sit and goes a long time ago because I used to play with him all day, every day, back when he was Okimos God and we were all 18 years old. And he knows how to rip it in in spots like this. So if you think your opponent's somewhat inclined to take the aggressive line in spots like this, you should be way less inclined to bet the turn with your draws. And this time, it certainly did not work out for Rob because he had to fold out a hand that had a ton of equity.
By the way, you may wonder why all these players were standing up. They were actually playing the stand-up game, which is a popular variant around the poker world today, where, long story short, everyone stands up. When you win a hand, you sit down. Okay? The last person standing has to pay everybody else at the table some amount of money, usually five big blinds, ten big blinds, something like that. So you really, really, really want to play pots, which is maybe why you saw slightly loose aggressive action in this hand. It's tough to say. That said, what I want to know is what is your favorite poker variant to play with special weird abnormal rules? Do you like the stand-up game? Do you like the deuce to seven or the jack four game? Maybe the doyle? Do you like showing a card or showing your entire hand when you win? Or some other game? I'm curious. Let me know. Write it in the comment section below. So not only does Robo win a sizable wow. pot, but once again, Marcus Gonzalez loses the stand-up game. Man, was on tilt, dude. That's five in a row. Man, you should be busted. Now down $125,000 in the stand-up game alone. This is going to sound bad. But I don't really like the stand-up game. And the reason why I don't like the stand-up game is because it really punishes the nits. And the nits get punished enough. Their life is hard enough as it is. Don't beat them down even more, okay? Instead, let's all play the Jack-4, the 7-2, or the 10-2, spice it up, have fun, and get in there with a lot of garbage. I like that. That's going to be it for today. If you enjoyed today's video, click the like and subscribe button below. We actually have another video lined up for you where we have the biggest televised American cash game hand ever. Make sure you check that out. Good luck, have fun, and when you rip it all in with nine high, I hope your opponents find the fold.